0: We're all very familiar with the Titanic, the ship that sank on April 15th, 1912, four days into her maiden voyage in the North Atlantic after striking an iceberg. But did you know that the White Star Line, who is the company who owned the Titanic, had several, and I use that term loosely, other ships that met bad luck while sailing in the ocean? The White Star Line was founded in Liverpool in the United Kingdom in 1845 by J. Bruce and Thomas Henry Ismay and Henry Wilson. The White Star Line was a line of luxury liners and cargo ships. The very first White Star Line ship to meet an untimely demise was named the Atlantic. And the Atlantic was sometimes referred to as the White Star Line's first Titanic. Because on April 1st, 1873... That's your birthday, Alice. um, It sank after smashing into rocks in Nova Scotia. This crash killed 562 people and was the worst maritime disaster of its time. And then the titanic said hold my beer <laughs> <laughs> that's a horrible thing it's kind of not funny but i'll allow it okay um i'm that cool mom but anyway okay like i said the atlantic hit rocks but why did this even happen well the day before the crash the atlantic was running low on coal. and and the captain of the ship james a williams was afraid it might not make it to new york so he rerouted to halifax to refuel now nova scotia is famous for its stormy seas and foggy nights so those factors led williams to believe that he was near halifax but actually he was at a fishing community called lower prospect and the ship hit the rocky shoreline at full speed the ship took on water very quickly and the conditions weren't favorable for rescues. And then this next um, ship, Alex, that we're going to talk about, it just disappeared. As in just completely vanished? Yep. How do you lose an entire ship? That's a good question. Now, the Neuronic, I keep wanting to say neurotic, the Neuronic, <clears throat> sorry about that guys, I've got the allergies, Um, but the Neuronic was a livestock and cargo ship that was just complete that just completely disappeared in 1893 on february 11th, 1893 the neuronic left liverpool bound for new york there was a total of 74 people on board 50 of those people were crewmen and the other 24 were cattlemen who were there to take care of the livestock which was the main cargo on board after the neuronic docked Briefly in North Wales, then heading into the heavy seas, she was never seen again. The ship wasn't equipped with a wireless telegraph because that technology wasn't a thing at that point in time, so there was no way to send out a distress call. A British steamer reported seeing Neuronix two lifeboats on March fourth. The, the first one was found at 2 a.m., and it was capsized. Twelve hours later... The second lifeboat was spotted, and it had taken on a lot of water. Now, interestingly, four bottles with messages washed up on shore. Um, The first two, they were found in the United States, with one being in New York and the other being in Virginia. Later that month, another bottle was found in the Irish Channel, and the last one was found not far from where the ship had departed in Liverpool. It was the second bottle that was found that contained the most information. What did it say? Basically, it said that they had struck an iceberg during a snowstorm and the ship was sinking fast. But the weird thing about it is, is that two of the notes in the bottles were signed with names that weren't even on the ship's roster. So the court that did the inquiry or the investigation into the disappearance didn't accept this as evidence. How strange. It really is. Now, the next one on our list is the Suvik. In 1907, while it was sailing at full speed in the fog, it struck some rocks and became stuck. All people who were on board survived, and they were rescued. They had to remove the bow of the ship because it was that stuck. But they were able to salvage the rest of the ship, rebuilt it, and returned it to service. Now, Um, there's so many of these so some of these i'm just going to give like a brief description of what happened with them um the republic too smashed into another ship on a foggy night causing the republic to sink they were able to call out for help and the survivors were rescued by another white star ship named the baltic well then we have the titanic and we all know It struck an iceberg on April 12, 1912, killing nearly 1,500 people, and I recently read that the night before the Titanic was to set sail, a crewman who sat in the crow's nest and watched for icebergs and other things that could cause issues was switched to another ship at the last minute, and he accidentally took the key that unlocked the cabinet that had binoculars, or where the binoculars were kept um and so no one could use them um i've also found information that two men by the names of frederick fleet and reginald lee were the lookouts that night that they struck the li- iceberg and they did see the iceberg but not in time to have the ship change course and miss it Uh, One of them admitted at the inquest that they could have seen the iceberg much sooner than they had. And I believe he meant if he had had the um, binoculars. Yeah. And later on in life, and this is really sad, later on in life, Frederick Fleet suffered from depression. And as a result, he committed suicide by hanging himself in January 1965. So, it could have been (laughs) prevented? yeah so from what it sounds like from his testimony this could have been prevented if they had had binoculars another thing that i read that was was that the iceberg that the titanic collided with wasn't like the big pretty white ones that's covered with snow like we see um like in pictures and movies and tv and stuff this iceberg was the equivalent of like the black ice that's on the road it had melted and refrozen many times and was clear so, it was possible that even with binoculars, they wouldn't have seen it until it was too late. And I, I did read, too, that there was, like, it, it because it was clear, it kind of gave, like, some kind of optical illusion. But it was also known that many warrant, warnings had been sent to the wireless operator. But he was so busy sending out messages for passengers that he ignored them. So, they had warnings that were ignored? Yep, there was six um, warnings that went out before um, before they struck the iceberg, and back then there, of course, there wasn't cell phones or anything like that. They used like wireless, the wireless tap type thing, and so the passengers from the ship would send like messages to family that was like waiting for them to arrive or whatever because and you know a lot of these people that could afford to send the wires I'm sure they were like well to do and they took first um like they were higher up on the totem pole basically so you know what they said you know they were waited on hand and foot so I guess that wireless operator just ignored those warnings so he could take care of the passengers you know Now, the Oceanic, two was acquired to serve her country during World War I. It wrecked on September 8, 1914 in Scotland, where it became grounded and stuck on rocks. It's weird how many of these just got stuck on rocks. You would think something as big as a ship, I wouldn't say would plow through the rocks, but it don't seem like it would just become, like, lodged in the rocks, you know? Yeah. Now, the Arabic 2 um, was a passenger ship, and it was torpedoed on August nineteenth, 1915, and it sank within 11 minutes. So, I feel like these people didn't even really have time to get off that ship. Now, the same thing happened to the Semeric in 1916. The Britannic 2 was serving as a World War I hospital ship when it hit a mine in nineteen sixteen and sank in nineteen and it sank in fifty five minutes, good lord. It's the largest ocean liner resting on the ocean floor. They never got it they never got it up. No, it's still out there laying on the bottom of the ocean. Now the Georgic one was another cargo and livestock ship. In nineteen sixteen it was captured by a German merchant raider, which I believe is like a pirate. The crew was taken as prisoners, and they spent the remainder of World War I in a prisoner of war camp. The Delphic one was sunk by UC-72, which was a German submarine in 1917. It was carrying coal. This happened again with the Afric in the same year. And then again in 1940, the same thing happened to the Laurentic too. The Laurentic was one of the last ships built for the White Star Line. The Celtic 2 became stuck on rocks in Ireland on December 19, 1928. Everyone was rescued from the ship, but it was so stuck that they just had to kind of destroy it right there on the spot. And finally, the Georgic 2, which was the very last ship built for the White Star Line. In July of 1941, it was almost completely destroyed after being bombed by German planes. The ship caught on fire, and the fire called the amu- caused the ammunition that was on board to explode. Now, this is what I think is weird. The ship was left half sank, but was later raised and put back into service. Now, if it was nearly destroyed, I don't really think it's a ship that I want to put back out there unless they just, I don't know. But anyway, now with all these tragedies happening in less than 70 years, it really leads me to think that the White Star Line was cursed. I don't think that this was just a long string of unfortunate coincidences. I mean, maybe one or two, but 17 separate tragedies with an enormous amount of lost lives that it probably has like a one in a million shot at being a coincidence. I mean, unlucky uncur- or a cursed. What do you think, Alex? I think it's just cursed in my opinion. Just, I don't know. It's, I think it's just cursed in my opinion. Uh, uh, yeah, almost. I mean, unlucky would be like two or three, yeah. but 17. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we would love to hear your opinion. Shoot us an email at 3mpodcast3 at com, or come on, comment on the post about this episode on Facebook. You can find us at facebook.com/3m podcast.